Welcome to Emergence Radio Talk, where you'll be inspired and motivated by the journeys of movers and shakers from all around the world and those who are occupying and taking dominion. Emergence Radio Talk with Dr. Tavara Johnson. Welcome everyone to Emergence Radio Talk with your host, none other than Dr. Devira Johnson. And you know me as always. I'm always excited for today's show. Today I have a very special guest. I'm telling you she wears so many hats. She's walking in her God-given purpose, and she's making an impact in the lives of others. And so I want to welcome Ambassador Dr. Moon to the show, and indeed it's a pleasure to have you here with me this evening. Uh, Hi, my love. How are you? How is everyone? Thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you so much. Of course, you know, we're just taking time out of your extremely uh, busy schedule just to go ahead and, you know, empower our listening audience, drop some nuggets, just, you know, motivate as well as inspire them. But before we go ahead and get started, I just want you to share with us just a little bit um, about who you are and what is it that you do. Okay, so... First and foremost, I always refer to myself as a servant, Um, a servant in the sense of my job is to simply do the will of God, pour back, you know, his grace on his greatness and whatever he is to us in this world, to other people, impart that. And then I help women, mostly women, to, you know, create their businesses. I help them to write a book. I help them. Um, by coaching, I do a bunch of different things. Um, I'm a speaker, um, transformational speaker. I'm a life coach. Um, I'm an, a best-selling author, actually, uh, international best-selling author. Um, mom, wife, um, ambassador to the United Nations, um, reverend, uh, international chaplain, um, ordained um, minister. I mean, there's, no, there's too many. <laughs> too many things. But um, my heart is with people. I, you know, I enjoy, you know, pushing people from wherever they are into realizing that God has something bigger for them in their lives and helping them find that place um, and their footing on this earth, um, kind of reminding them whatever they've been through is not the end of the story but the beginning of it. So that's kind of what I do. Wow. Well, you definitely do a whole um, plethora of things, but one of the things I wanted to ask you about as well, um, Dr. Moon, so you are a Global Peace Ambassador to the UN, and so I want to know as a leader, how important is it to utilize your voice for positive impact? And I ask this question because mm. we have some people, um, you know, they struggle with utilizing their voice, um, use, utilizing their voice, or they struggle with, you know, if I say this or if I say that, uh, what would someone say yeah. or how would people feel, how would they look at me? And so I just want you mm-hmm. to share with them, you know, with you having this, um, this, this especially this particular title, um, how important is it to utilize your voice for positive impact? It's vital that you do. You know, um, not many people get to this place. So if, if, you, if you care about your, not just your environment, but the people that live in your community, the, the things that happen in your community, um, it's, it's one thing to talk about change, and it's another to actually be about the change. You mm. know, um, there's, a, there's a separation there. Mm. And I think for a lot of us, you know, it's one thing, you know, some of us will sit here like we're watching politics and we, oh, we don't like this one and we don't like that one. And a lot of times we don't find it important to educate ourselves on what goes on in the community, what types of government, what different levels they are. You know, some people actually think that government starts and ends at the president. There's so many more people and positions and spots under that person that starts right within your community. And you you got to understand that it's important for your voice to be heard. It's important for your opinions to matter. So you got to go with the willingness to do the job. You know, this platform, we just had an education summit at the UN last on Friday. And, you know, we had people from all over the country, all the way to Africa, 
you know, Ethiopia, Ghana. You had people from the Middle East. It, it, it's one of those things where you get a moment, even if it's a few minutes, five minutes even, to talk about, you know, the things that matter within your community. This was about education. And it was amazing just sitting there listening to these individuals and representatives of each different part of the country talk about the things that's necessary for their, their parts of the country, their parts of the world, you know, what is needed, what is going on there. So when you think your voice isn't important, it's very important. However small that change can be, it's huge impact to someone else's life. So it's always vital to not hold on to, okay, this is what's going on. You can take it, if you go to your, you know, state senator, your, your assemblyman, your assemblywoman, you start there. If they're not hearing your voice, guess what? You can go get yourself into certain things. You know, there's DOE meetings. You know, the Department of Education has these all the time. The chancellor, you know, all these people have all kinds of meetings. There's a lot of things out here for us to have our voices heard. And I think some of us don't think we, we don't know because we don't think there's a resource for it. There is. You know, there is. But your voice matters on every single thing. Remember, a lot of times, if we don't make the effort, you know what I'm saying, nothing is going to happen. For things to change, it always takes a few people who are not stopping at, okay, we can't help you, but they're going for, okay, we'll, make, we'll, we'll do something about it. You know, Martin Luther King didn't create any kind of change without nonstop work. You know, what's her name? Um, oh, my Jesus. What is her name again? She just popped into my head and I just forgot it. Um, Rosa Parks, that sat on that bus. Mm-hmm. She sat mm-hmm. there. She didn't know what was going to happen, but she sat there with a conviction. I'm here to do something today, and this has to stop. I'm not going to continue going through this today. No one is going to continue. My children, my grandchildren, somebody needs to change something. If some of us don't get up and go, okay, I've had enough of this, let's move, let's change, let's shift, then guess what? Nothing's going to happen. Some of us who think our voice, don't, the voice doesn't matter, our vote doesn't matter. You know, these things really do. When Trump was in office, what did he do? He placed about 300 judges in seats, 300. A lot of us don't recognize. This 300, they don't, they don't come out of those seats until they die or they mm-hmm. choose to retire. What happens? It now affects these black men and black women and, you know, minorities that go into these courtrooms. Because now you have a judge that may be biased, period, before you walk in the door. There's not enough of us that are attorneys. There's, not an, there's only 5% of us that's black. Five. black and minority in law, five. How do we, we we need more representation in every area of government, every kind of, you know, from the medical field all the way down. You know, my best friend's a nurse. She's a nurse manager for a hospital. You know, there's my my cousin also, they're telling me there's so much of a shortage. Our voices matter. What What we do in this world matters. Every area of our lives, our voices do matter. When you come up to where we are, I mean, there's so many different things that's there. You actually can influence somebody with your voice. Sometimes it takes a child. We had a child in the room the other day, and she gave her voice. Her opinion mattered about what she goes to school and, you know, and endures, what she sees, what she wants changed. A child. So we can think all day that what we say doesn't, oh, nobody's going to pay attention to me. That's not, no, 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 no. We need to reframe that mindset and get in the, the, the habit of, okay, how are we going to do this? And then, again, there's ways to do it, the right way to do it. There's ways to do it that you don't have to be on the street side screaming. There's ways to do it. What we, what we have a problem with is us coming together to do these things. You see what I'm saying? Being collective. Martin Luther King got to where he got. Why? Because blacks thought about what? Everybody came together. Everyone stood together. Today we got a couple who go do the work and the rest go, okay, I'm just going to be all right right here. 
effective change means everybody is a part of this change. Everybody has a part to play. However small that part may be to you, it means something. So that's how important your voice is. Very important. That's good. Like you said a whole uh, lot. A whole lot. Yep. Yeah, you, you you just said a whole lot because, you know, it is so true that, you know, um, especially as minorities especially, um, we don't really understand the value of unity and how far it can go. Um, you know, even the Bible yeah. pretty much tells us, like, there's strength in unity, there's strength in numbers, but we just strength don't. In numbers, you know, yes, for some reason, we seem to can't really get it. Um and so that is so powerful. And then that you mentioned about the, you know, the child that gave her voice, you know, so that means mm-hmm. that anyone who may be listening in tonight, that they know that, hey, like, if a child can give their voice and it matters, that means you too can give your voice, um, you know, yeah. because, uh, and then the one of the things I love that you also mentioned too, when you talk about utilizing your voice in terms mm-hmm. of doing it the correct way. Um, because, you know, sometimes yep. we have a tendency to utilize it in the wrong, you know, the wrong way. And when you do that, then people aren't going to listen. But if you put yourself in a position to really be in a room, you know, like for you, like, you, you know, being with the United Nations, um, being an ambassador. So, yes, of course, you know, these are people who really, like you mentioned, you know, who are giving an input as it relates to how they could change their country, how they could change, you know, whatever part of the world that they are in. Mm-hmm. And so I would mm-hmm. hope that, you know, all of what you would have shared, that those persons who are listening in, that they realize that, like you said, no matter how small or no matter how insignificant you may think or feel that your voice may be, or that it doesn't make any sense, or let someone else do it, or, you know, I don't have the time. Like, these are the things that we like to say, and then Mm -hmm. complain when situations Mm -hmm. aren't favorable for us, but you have to, you have to say something. If you're going to say that you're going to be a a change age, you know, we love to throw out these words. You know, we're going to be a change mm-hmm. um, age, you know, a, you know a, a trailblazer, a world change, all these bunch of things. You have to get out of yourself. You have to get out of your comfort zone, um, you know, to be able to for these things to happen. They don't just happen by themselves. Like, work has to be done, you know, so we can have the faith all we you. want. We can have the faith all we want, like the Bible speaks about, but it also says that mm-hmm. faith will work is dead. So there is some work dead. Exactly. That means that there's some work that has to be done. Let me tell you, there is something that a years ago I found out um, with a friend of mine. Um, we were PTA presidents for our children's schools, and uh, these are char- this is a charter school um, right here in New York City. And to be honest with you, we found out from we went to go speak with a gentleman about you know education. Um, in the school about space for the children. Um, the school wanted to expand to have another elementary school, and they were having an issue with the DOE, giving them space. So we went to talk to him, and upon having a conversation, he told us, he said, I think you two need to run for county committee members. See, what we need to understand as a people is, like I said, education is everything. Mm-hmm. Information is everything. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us just do not understand. We do not know there's lower levels of government right within your community. We ran for those offices. We won those seats, right? We represented the neighborhood we lived in. When a judge was getting put into place, the judge wanted our vote, I, would get, I got letters for judges asking for my vote mm-hmm. because I represented that community. See, what we got to understand is these things are here. We are, you know, we are not tuned in to what is going on in our own neighborhood under our nose. You see what I mean? These are pieces that we found out. Let me tell you, we found out that the, um, the Queen's Lord president can literally place certain people into seats. Wow. So if he wants to place his friends, his family, his cousins, he's free to do so. But when someone he places you in a seat, he can also remove you from the seat. Now, the difference between that and me getting elected to the seat, you can't remove me from my seat unless yeah. I've been elected out of it. Okay? 
So we got to understand, too, when we talk about government being, you know, things like corruption or things going on, these are things that are there. And when I tell you we didn't know it existed until this man opened his mouth, because what? This is not stuff that's talked about. It's not taught most of the time. This was years ago. It wasn't taught most of the time. We, don't even, we didn't even know right within our neighborhood. We could speak for people. We had to go around and get petitions. We had to get people, neighbors to sign and be okay with us speaking on their behalf. These things are there. That's like the first level of government. You want to go in the community boards. These are things that's important within your community. Go find out when the community boards happen. They're in every community. What district are you in? Find that out. Where is your community board? When do they have meetings? These community boards have meetings on transportation, policing, everything that goes on in your neighborhood. Go sit in on these meetings. You have the right to do so. That's law. You have a right to be in those rooms. You got something to say, you put your hand up, you can say it. Whenever they give the point for you to say it, like I said, DOE, they have meetings. The education chancellor has meetings every couple of months. Every, they have meetings different quarters, different weeks. You can go have your voice be heard. These are things that are here. You can start right in your community. Some of the police stations have different things that they do. You can go. The mayors have meetings. Mayor meet, These are things that's up on their, you know, on their bulletin boards and up on their stuff. Your assemblywoman, your assemblyman, wherever they are. You can go. I'm in New York, so you can go up to Albany. You can go up to where they have these meetings, and you can have yourself be heard. You don't need to come to the U.N. to do it. It starts right there. We just need to not go, okay, you know, I'm not, I don't, I don't know what's going on. I'm just going to be whatever. I'm just going to take care of myself, and that's it. No. It affects your children. Why? Your children go to these schools. The changes with taxes, the changes with how they police your neighborhood, the changes, all of these things happen. These people decide your fate. I've seen a community board where people need to be coming out every two years and people are being put back into their seat when they're supposed to be changing and coming out and putting somebody fresh in there. Doesn't make sense to you, right? Doesn't make any sense. But this is what happens. So we're not paying attention enough. We're not giving it enough. We're not, you know, we're not talking about, oh, wait. You know, we, literally we are so, some of us are just so nonchalant that they're able mm-hmm. to put back their people that was in there for two years without anybody blinking, without anybody being paying attention to it. These are people that are sitting on a seat that I have sat on meetings and heard. People say, oh, we don't want these kids in our school. We don't want these kids in our neighborhood. We don't want them in this building. I, I had to ask, at one point I had to ask a question. When you guys are seeking votes, you don't care where these kids go to school. You don't get to say they don't belong in a building. They are part of this community. And these are people, some of them, that's on community boards. They want to be able to choose who goes where. Parents. When we talk about parent-teachers meetings, parent-teachers organizations, this is a part of your school, for your child's school. Be on these meetings. You need to know what's going on. The schools will tell you what's going on with the DOE. This is what's happening here. Everywhere our voices can be heard, sis, in so many different places, and we need to recognize where these places are, and we need to start taking stock of those things. It matters. Just go get the information. Go find out. It's all over the place. You want to know where your community board is? Go Google it. What district do you live in? Go Google it. Who's in charge of your district? What are the levels of government? You can find all of this out. That's like you, you know, wanting to go into business, everything, SBA, all of these organizations, they're available to you. Too many of us, the Bible tells us we die for the lack of knowledge. Yes. These things are available. Let me tell you, I told, I told people, sis, let me tell you, I've been abducted, I've been raped, I've been molested. 
okay? Verbally abused. I've been through some things. But with the word, I can't, I don't want to hear it. I don't like when people tell me they can't do something. Don't tell me you can't do something. If you want to get your voice heard, you want to come out here and be whatever, you want to be the president tomorrow, you can be the president. Go be willing to do the work. It's that simple. Obama can tell you he started from the scratch. He had to scratch him with his way all the way to the top. He had to work his butt off. We can do whatever we want. You want you want to change the world? You can go make a change. You may not be able to touch every single life because there's millions and billions of people on this planet. But one person can do a whole lot more than you could ever believe. And at the end of the day, that is your purpose on this earth, not to, not, not to see the people on the street side and think it's not something for you to do or you, you, you're not responsible to help them. You are responsible. You know, that's how I live my life. There's no way. If you can see it, you are responsible. Too many of us behave as if we don't have no responsibility to the people we see on the street because that's not my mama. It ain't my cousin. It ain't my daddy. I don't need to worry yes. about them. Mm-hmm. That's a wrong way to live. That's not that's not what God intended. He said, love thy neighbor as thyself. It should matter to you what happened in every aspect of your life and everybody else out here, these children behind you and this generation coming up. We all see this world today. It's not what it used to be anymore. So it should matter even more now than it used to matter. But your voice is important. I don't think anyone should stifle it. Even in, even in the legal field, man, we complain. We have too many of us in jail. But how many of us are going to be an attorney? How many of us are wanting to be a paralegal? How many mm-hmm. of us are going to spend time, go be a chaplain, go into the prisons and talk to these men, help them convert themselves so they can come out and be somebody? How many of us are doing anything? You know, how many of us? We don't have enough of a lot of things. Yes. And we can't blame nobody else sometimes but ourselves. You know, some of us are quick to say we're oppressed by some people. We're oppressed. But we can seem to find the time to do everything else. There's not enough of our children in STEM programs anymore, sis. It's not. Our education system isn't, isn't great. It's lackluster compared to other countries. It's lackluster, I'm telling you. We have gotten way comfortable. But for the men and women who want to do something out here, oh, there's a whole lot of room for you, a whole lot, of, a whole lot you can do. And whatever is on your heart to do, you are able to do it. Your voice is important. Mm-hmm. Wow. That is powerful. There's a whole lot of room out there for you to do it. A whole lot of room. And just sharing with them that, you know, sometimes you don't have to, first of all, you you know, you don't have to have a major title to even make a difference, you know, or even utilize your voice. I love that you shared that even at the very, uh, you know, local level, more of the community level, that you still have the ability mm-hmm. to make a difference even in your community. You know, um, I believe there's, there's levels to leadership and that, you know, some people, God may call for local, some national, some international, some global, you know, it, it just all varies. And I think it really goes mm-hmm. based on what you are willing to push past, what you are willing to utilize your voice for. Um, you know, exactly. because we're, we're all given, I can say, 24 hours in the day. You know, we're all given gifts and talents, but it's how far are you willing to push that um, to the limit or more or less to the place where God has really um, called you to be. And so, you know, I love that you shared all of this tonight for those who are listening and to know, okay, well, you know, the minorities that they're not in the positions that they need to be in. Um, and then again, you know, like you say, like some people, they say, especially like when it comes to corporate, like, okay, well, I'm being oppressed, but if you don't position yourself to be uh, in a place where you could make a difference, then you're going to, then really, you're going to really have the people who are more under the, you know, who, who deal more of an oppressive leadership style. They, they're going to be the ones who are going to be leading everyone. And so I don't think people really but understand not- this. 
the importance of really getting to that, to that position. What's interesting with the corporate part, I've been in corporate. My background's in business. I was in a finance department for a minute in a very well-known corporate company. I can tell you this. If you have an issue with corporate, what is the problem with you beginning your own? Mm-hmm. See, we, we got to understand something. We not, fulfillment is not necessarily working for somebody else. No. Okay? Freedom and fulfillment and the opportunity to do what you want when you need to, you know, if, if you feel you're in a company and they're not giving you the respect you deserve, what is the holdup for you to get your own? You know, too many of us are small-minded. Mm-hmm. If you want something out here, like I said, the possibilities are endless. Yeah. SBAs offer you help with a business. You want to start one? You can. You want an LLC? Nowadays, you can start an LLC online overnight. It takes you a few seconds. Mm-hmm. You want to do something? Don't tell me you can't. You want to do business? You can figure out how. I teach people how to do their business credit. I teach people how to put their stuff together. I teach you how to do that, but you got to want to do it. Yes. You can start You can start your business with your 9 to 5. Do your business on your part-time. When you're home, mm-hmm. before you go to sleep. Don't go to the club. Stay home and do your business. There's a mm-hmm. lot of things you can do. That's why I said. When people tell me they can't, I have something called the I Can Initiative. Don't tell me you can't. Mm-hmm. What happens? When we want to do something, I tell you this. If you know this, folks, when you're interested in doing something, what do we do? We find a way, right? Yeah. We find a way. Mm-hmm. So if you want this company, you want to be free of everybody else to do what you will, you want to have your business ran a certain way, you want to know how to streamline it, you want to know how to, you know, set it up to where you're sleeping and making money, then, hey, it's very possible to do that. But you got to understand something. Don't make boss moves that you're not willing to make to live a boss man or boss woman life. It means your job, is your, number, your business is your priority. It's priority. Apart from your children and your husband and your family, it's your priority. It needs to become second nature. I heard Steve Harvey say it a couple times before, people who own millions don't sleep. When they started these games, when they started it, Amazon was started in a garage. Yeah. Did he sleep? No. He won't. Now he can sleep. Yeah. <laughs> While he's, he's making his money off you, you're spending your money on him. Yeah. Now he sleeps mm-hmm. in a bed. I'm sure what some of us wish we could afford. Okay. He didn't sleep for months, for years. He worked his mind off. But he reaped benefits way too early when we didn't put no work. It doesn't work that way. Never will work that way. You're not liking where you are, okay? What is it that, see, we got to figure out what is it we want to do. What is our passion? What is our purpose? What is God giving us to do? What's on our heart? What's placed there? I always tell people, if you wake up tomorrow morning, you still got work to do. Yeah. It's that simple. If you wake up tomorrow, your eyes open, your arms are working, you got no problems. You're not, your, your brain didn't die. You got work to do. As a man or woman of God, you should be in front of God asking, okay, God, where do you want me? What, do you, what am I supposed to be doing? Yes. Once you figure it out, let him lead and go from there. It, it, it's a lot of different things that can happen. And then the Bible talks about Cairo's time. There's a lot that happens in Cairo's time. But you've you got to be willing to do as he directs you to do. If you find that purpose, you find, okay, God, this is what you want me to do. What, what is my next move? got to be ready. But you've got to be willing to do the work and make sure you're sitting there with him waiting on his instructions and going from there. With anybody else, you want to do something there's a lot of research. I tell people every day the best research place 
research entity on the planet is Google. We do it all day. How to do this, how to do There's so many articles on every aspect of business you could ever think on. There's another one I found that I thought was a gold mine named Udemy. If you want to get a course done, it's cheap on certain days. You can get a course for $16. Hello? <laughs> you need to be a life coach, go get you a certification. $16. If you want to pay some other people, they'll charge you a couple thousand. John Maxwell, you can't afford him. That's my mentor. <laughs> there you go. He, you know how it is. He's charging five, six thousand dollars a month for his course. It's worth it. Yeah, it you really can't is. make the sacrifice. You can make the sacrifice, or you can start with something else and build yeah. your business. Yeah, there's a lot of ways to do this thing, but at the end of the day, you want it, get up and get it done. Yes. That's it. You know, and that's so true because, you know, a lot of people, and, you know, one of my mantra is, you know, people make time for what's important to them. So I, I'm, I'm almost like you. I don't buy that excuse of, oh, I'm just too busy. No, you just not interested, <laughs> you know. Okay. Um, it, it, it's a big difference between really being busy and, oh, you know, whatever you call it, and really not being interested. Because, again, like let's just say, for example, um, you know, let's say, you know, you, you have a new relationship going on. You be on the phone all night. You be trying to get to know oh, the person. Oh, girl, come on. You know what I mean? Like, you do it all of these stuff. Because you wake you up and you back on the phone. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. lose and sleep because, you know, you're up all night talking. Because why? That's what you're mm-hmm. interested in. And so that's why I don't buy the whole, you know, oh, I'm just busy. No. <laughs> You're just not interested. But, you know, like you mentioned, the, the possibilities are endless if you really want to. Um, there are so many ways. There are so many different people that you could probably, you know, even glean from as well. And so I just encourage those who are listening in tonight that, you know, just go ahead and find out, you know, um, what is it that, that you want to do? Like Dr. Moon said, find out what is, that you, what is that you really want to do? What is it that you love to do or you could do without anyone paying you, um, without anyone convincing you? That is the air that you really, um, that is the air that God is really calling you to. And then allow him to help you to develop that. You know, he would, he would instruct you as to what to do and how to get accomplished what needs to be accomplished. Um, so that there's really no reason why I know none of us, I believe, and I feel, can be successful. Not if, not if we're saying that God is our Father, He owns everything, and we're following Him, and He's instructing us. You know, um, He says that He desires mm-hmm. us to have, a, to have the abundant life, and He doesn't mean that we must die and not have, you know, and, and have the abundant life up in heaven. No, you, He wants us to have the abundant life down here as well. Um, Mm-hmm. So, you know, you've really, I mean, you've said a whole lot already, <laughs> you know, and I'm just so grateful. Um, and I'm sure you have, you have expanded the minds of those who are tuning in um, right now. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, you know, you mentioned that you have a plethora of things going on. But one of the things I want you just to share with us about, and I want to say congratulations to you on your latest book project, The Radical Woman. And so I want you to share mm-hmm. with us what's your definition of The Radical Woman and of course, like, mm. what would you what would you hope or want or desire for those who read your chapter? Like, what you, what is your hope that they would gain from reading that chapter? Okay, so Radical Woman is a new book that's coming out um, August thirtieth. Um, it is about it's eight authors, um, amazing women who have been through so many different obstacles and have still persevered through those things, right? So a radical woman is a woman who, without a doubt, you know, this woman has been through some things. This woman has seen some dark days. This woman has torn down, you know, the norm. But within her is a fire that is never going to be put out. She is resilient. She's fearless. She is the epitome 
of I can, even with whatever she has endured. It's a never-ending, not-stopping kind of female. These stories in this book are breathtaking. These women tell you things they've endured in their lives. Things are, some of them are horrific. But what, what they don't look like what they've been through. When you hear their success stories, when you hear, you know, what they've accomplished. So that's my definition of a radical woman, a woman who will never say or receive defeat. She's radically ready at any point. She will always believe herself successful. She will not accept this defeat, no matter what circumstances she's faced with. Determined is an understatement for this woman. Like I said, I've endured abduction. If you asked me at 16, was I going to live, I would tell you no, I wanted to die. Numerous times. So much so, I attempted suicide five times. And then endured another five or four near-death experiences. Would, I, would, would it be something you can tell about me until I tell you? No. Not even in the slightest. No. Because of what I am today, I don't question me. And that's not because I'm being cocky. I don't question me because I know the God I serve. And I know who I am in him. Who you see today took me time to get to. Took me years to get here. So I'm unapologetically radical about what I am, who I am, and where I'm going. And I would pray Every woman or man on this line, regardless of what you have endured, you are also unapologetically radical about what you choose to become on this earth, who you be, who you going to be tomorrow. Who do you see yourself? My pastor would say something, and I'm going to say, I see you in the future, and you look good. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is. Be radical about your, you know, your wants, your needs. Be radical about where you're going. Don't stop at 200, collect no money, go about your business. Yeah. Handle your game. Don't sleep on your success. Again, you want it, it's very possible. Even bigger, even bigger achievements if you put God in the forefront of that You'll be blown. Your mind will be blown to what he's doing and what he can do with you. You see what I'm saying? You, you, can't be, you can't be fearful about any step that you're about to take. You've got to be radical about where you want to go. You want to be that attorney? Go be that attorney. Go find the resources. There's a lot of resources out here now. Yes. That's my. That's the last thing I'll be. I'll be doing, closing, finishing law school, and I'm not playing about it. Someone to say, aren't you? You done. You done accomplished all this stuff already. You still going? I have family who asked me that question. No, I'm not done yet. Because see, it's not about me. At the end of the day. Yes. When I went through my rape system, I was taken and gone through all of what I went through, and I sat through a police station, and the experience I had with the police, I never heard back from them. No one ever looked at my case file. Again, I was wow. 16. I lost my virginity to rape, a rapist, an abductor. I was held for hours. Don't ask me how, but it's the grace of God. So my job is not for me to sit here and pretend like, oh, I'm okay, so I don't need to do nothing. No, my job is to find that young girl like I was, lost, confused, in her pain, and have her recognize me and go, wait a second, how did you get here? And then I'll tell her how. And say, baby, I can get you here. I'm going to help you figure this out. 
Because what I recognize over the years was a lot of victims are there, sis, and people do things and get to a certain place because they don't have nobody to talk to. They don't have nobody who's willing to listen. They don't have nobody who's willing to fight for them to get out of that jail cell. Or fight for them to put somebody in that jail cell. Too many victims become the abuser. R. Kelly is a perfect example. Yeah. Yeah. So my job is to not just go to law school. My job is to become a judge. Why? Because I plan on helping these children and these people I see come into my courtroom, not just to put them behind bars for a crime, but while they're there, they need education. Mm -hmm. They need reformation. They need a way to get back to their lives, to become the men and women of God that they were called to be, not to sit in the jail cell and rot. Yes. But see, we got to understand how the system works. They make more money by keeping them in there than they do by letting them out. So I'm radical about where I'm going. I'm radical about changing lives. Yeah. Not many are like me. No. But this is what God gave me. Yeah. Whatever it is you choose to do, be radical about it. Be fearless about it. Go ahead, do it. Conquer the world yes you can. I'm not telling you to go to capture a place like, you know, what's-his-name is trying to capture that country right now. That's not what I'm saying. No. But go ahead and do what you need to do in this world. You can do whatever you want. Change is going to happen every day, all day. The world changes every minute. Mm -hmm. Whatever you're living, whatever you're facing, whatever you see, it's not your end. A lot of us got to remember, when we see ourselves going through something, I always tell my husband, when you see things start happening, understand there's something about to break. Yes. The enemy don't attack nothing that has value. Y'all got to remember that phrase. He attacks nothing that doesn't, doesn't attack something unless it got value to him. What some of us don't recognize is who we are in him is a beast. When you figure out where God wants you, who you are in the spirit, who you are as a man and woman of God, you will understand why your attacks are the way they are. See, I don't understand why mine is. I understood. I understand now, sis, why at nine I was starting, you know, I was being put through things that would drive me crazy. But what he meant for evil didn't work out that way for him. Yes, amen. You know? So whatever you face, whatever you endured, whatever you've been through, it is not the end of your life. It is nothing but the beginning. Everybody, you can't testify unless you got a test. If you, unless you went through something, you can't testify to nobody else. So everything you hear me saying, who I am right now, is nothing but a testimony. And I implore you, don't sleep on what you are because you are marvelous in his sight. You are amazing. You got a whole lot bottled up. Get it on out of you. Get it on up. It's, it's just waiting. God is simply waiting for you to find yourself your way to him. Find yourself on that road. See, like I always say, you're sitting in your, in your car with a GPS system. All you put in is where you're going. From where you are to where you go, when you don't see the roadblock, you don't see that there's an accident down the street. You never will see until you get on that road. But even while the accidents are there and the roadblocks and the bumps in the street, he is still sitting there with you, holding your hand all the way through it. A lot of us don't recognize this. When we go through things, we used to think, you know, when you're going through something and you're in the midst of it and you're thinking, oh, my God, I can't do this. It's not going to work out. Wait. Did you get through it or not? Yeah. You did. That tells you what? That's evidence that he's been sitting there with you. You can get through that on your own. We never do. Whatever happens in our lives, God allows. Well, see, some of us think when things, that, things happen to us, oh, God ain't here. He ain't helping. He ain't there. Oh, he's been there. 
Because whatever you needed to learn from that situation, you had learned. Whatever you needed to do to grow, grew. I know I'm going to say something that would sound crazy, but I give God thanks for my rape. I give him thanks for my abductor. I don't think I would understand who I am. I wouldn't be able to testify and pour into women, battered, bruised women, women who've been through some things, for them to realize what God has done and who they truly are and why. We got to remember, the enemy is here to kill, steal, and destroy. Yes, he is. And if he can get under your skin, get under you, and break you down from thinking you're good enough, break you down enough for you to kill yourself, guess what? Every soul that's tied to you is going to go down. It's a chain reaction. It's not just about you. It's who's tied to you. Mm-hmm. It's who you're connected to. Who are you going to go to and minister to about your life and what you done endured and what you done come through and what God done delivered you from? Who's going to tie, who's tied to you? Somebody's waiting for you to become that attorney, that doctor, that, that lawyer, that accountant, that speaker. They're waiting to hear your voice. You don't become that. Like I always say, sis, God will not ask me, Sandra, why didn't you do something that I told you to do? These people were waiting for you. That person, you were supposed to meet them down the road and tell them your story. And it would have changed their lives. I remember I posted something recently, and a woman sent me a message. She said to me, she said, you know, I've been contemplating whether or not I need to serve God. Wow. And after what you just said, I am going to go find a church. I sent her some scriptures and said, I'm going to check on you. You never know what you're going to impact. That's why I'm telling you. When I say your voice matters, you don't even understand how much. We don't give ourselves enough credit. Because the Bible tells you he gives his hardest things to the strongest soldiers. Powerful, powerful, powerful. Listen, I mean, I have taken so much away from this. I mean, I know, you know, right here thinking how, you know, even though um, the show, you know, I interview people for others to be empowered, but I am, you know, here just being empowered um, myself. You know, you said so much when you talked about, you know, not stopping, I'm sorry, not sleeping on your success you know, be unapologetically radical, like just, you know, and I'm glad that you shared that because the thing about it is that, you know, uh, the Bible tells us to, you know, the kingdom of God suffered violence or the violence taken back by force. So it really means that mm-hmm. you have to be radical as it relates to your calling. You can't just, mm-hmm. you know, have, you know, pat, pat it on the back type thing or no, you have to be radical about who God has called you to be because, the enemy is really yep. pulling, especially now in this season, he's pulling on all of the stops to bring you down and to have all these roadblocks and turns and sabotage and everything else. So you have to really uh, fight for and press through it. You know, when you look at uh, Nehemiah, he kept building, you know, so Sun, Bala, and Tobias are really uh, sabotage spirit. That's really what they were. But again, the breakthrough is in you pushing, is in you pressing. And so I want to encourage everyone tonight just to continue to press, um, you know, continue like woman of God, say be unapologetically, you know that your voice matters. Find out the different areas where you could go to, where you could utilize your voice to be able to assist um, other people. And just find out from God exactly, listen, who are you calling me to be? What is it that you need me to do um, to be able to, of course, fulfill purpose and destiny, but at the same time, be able to impact others. As I'm telling you tonight, was just an amazing, amazing interview. Woman of God, I'm going to have to bring you back on. <laughs> I'm going to have to bring you back on. I feel it like our, <laughs> like our time went by so fast. But, you know, we have a few minutes. But before you go, you know, again, I just want to say thank you, thank you so much. I mean, you've really... Um, I mean, like, you really, really um, inspired us, motivated us tonight. Um, You know, just you've given some powerful advice as well as um, information that we can utilize for self-reflection, you know, Mm -hmm. even do some self-reflection. 
And so I want to thank you so much for that. But before you go, I just want you to just go ahead and share real quick with our listening audience just ways in which they could connect with you and just different things um, that you have coming up. Okay, so you guys can connect with me on Instagram at Coach Sandrian Speaks One. Um, Sandrian Nell Moon dot com, S A N D R I A N, and then another N E L M O O N dot com. Um, I'm actually adding some things to that website. So um, then we have InspireLifeBooks dot com. Um, my book, Restored, has been out since June. That's kind of my journey, my story, and pouring into, you know, people. And then we have the new book that's coming out, Radical Woman. Um, yeah. I also have a children's book on Amazon. So I kind of deal with the whole person. Yeah. <laughs> I deal with the whole person. So if you guys want to find me there or, um, you yeah, know, you can connect with me there. Um, I will be launching um, my coaching program um, in actually tomorrow. Um, you can follow me on Facebook at um, Sandrian, S-A-N-D-R-I-A-N, um, Campbell. Facebook won't allow me to change my name yet. Um, and in, in bracket, you have H.E, Her Excellency, um, Dr. Sandrian Nelson Moon. Nelson Moon, sorry. Um, and so you can find me on Facebook. When you look, it's, it's a really nice picture of me and my husband in black. So um, that's me. You can follow me there. I, have a, I put a lot of stuff up there. Um, I minister and pour into people there. Um, looking to do some more coming up, um, but just getting myself ready for school in the next couple next couple months. So I've just been busy. Just been busy um, working on a couple things. But you guys can follow me there, and um, you you have access to all my my stuff, especially on Instagram. Awesome. Well, you're not just being busy, you're productive. You know, some people are busy, but they're not productive. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but you are. Yeah. Uh, yeah. definitely um, yeah. productive. Like I said, this was a pleasure having you on. I'm going to have to bring you back on for sure. Oh, thank I you. definitely have to bring you back oh, no on. Problem. Yes, I have to. I have to. And so, again, all of my faithful listening audience, you know, I thank God for you all. You guys are here every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So thank you so much for tuning in to Today showed my special guest about Ambassador Dr. Moon. Um, you know, of course, this is the show where you will be inspired to emerge, occupy, and take dominion. Once again, I'm your host, Dr. Tavara Johnson. You can follow me on all of my social media platforms, um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, TikTok, under either Tavara Johnson or Dr. Tavara Johnson. And be sure to visit my website at tavarajohnson.com if you desire uh, coaching, leadership training, um, whatever it is, just go ahead and send me uh, send me an email, send me a message. Of course, my email is info at com, And I look forward to connecting um, with you, and I look forward again to seeing you next week, Tuesday. Blessings, everyone, and have a wonderful evening. Thank you for tuning in to Emergence Radio Talk. For more information on Emergence Radio Talk, Emergence Mentorship Program, or Women to Women Mentoring Program, be sure to visit www.tavarajohnson.com If you would like to be a guest on our show, email us at info at or follow us on all of our social media platforms Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Periscope. That's Tavara Johnson. Stay connected and updated on all upcoming events. Until next time, thank you for joining us.